the biblical truths that I desire to explain this evening are truths that you have heard preached before. Uh, however, what I'm going to do is, is take these truths and, and kind of package them with this idea of giving up control, giving up control. Uh, something very important for our lives because very often we like to hold on to things uh, a little too tightly. And uh, these truths are essential for a disciple of Jesus. These are not just if you feel like it. I mean, just like where we live, you got to go to the grocery store and you got to pay your bills. Uh, in God's economy, these truths are necessary to live faithfully in the kingdom of God. Now, as I explain them, I, I just want to make a qualification. At no point am I saying we should not work hard. In fact, being faithful to our responsibilities and working hard is actually reflecting God's faithfulness. And uh, so God calls us to work hard. However, as humans, we also are profoundly weak. And as you think about your life, so often past hurts, present stress, and worry over the future can often be a great burden on our lives and hinder us from achieving God's will and what God is calling us to do. And uh, so with, with this introduction, I uh, encourage you to uh, uh, open your minds to God's word and, and to receive from God's word this evening. Uh, interestingly, I have three passages. The first two I'm going to read, and the third one we're going to pray at the end of the message. This is the Lord's Prayer. The scripture reading, though, uh, for now, is uh, Matthew 6, two passages from the, from the Sermon on the Mount. And the first one, Matthew 6, uh, verses 31 to 33. So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. And then chapter 7, verse 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. May God speak to us through his word this evening. Amen. Amen. So I'd like to apply some simple truths from God's word from this ancient sermon, the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, you could say that uh, in these passages that I read, what Jesus was doing was he was taking the simple idea of trusting in God and talking about it in the Sermon on the Mount. You could almost say that these words are a New Testament application of that very famous 
proverb, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge or submit to him and he will make your path straight. So I ask you, what do you need to let go of in your life and hand over to God? What situation, what person, what memory do you need to just take a step back, breathe, and prayerfully release it into the hands of an almighty God who cares for the sparrow and most certainly cares for you and I. So the theme of this message is give up control of your life. By looking to Jesus, we let go and we let God. And through Jesus, we move from sinfulness to purity, from stress to peace, And through Jesus, we move through the pressure to succeed to living a purposeful life. And so first, from sinfulness to purity. Uh, The text here is the Sermon on the Mount. And as I said, we will pray this at the end. I'm sorry, the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer. And uh, it says, of course, in the Lord's Prayer, and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Right after the Lord's Prayer, Jesus adds these words. For if you forgive other people what they, uh, when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. It is very important for us when it comes to forgiving others that we truly understand how much God has forgiven us. We often use the words total depravity. Our sin runs very, very deep. The Bible, in fact, says we are dead in our sin. Realizing the depth of our sin should help make more glorious God's grace that he forgives us of our sin. One of the reasons why it is so important to get this is when people sin against us, we can often have a hard time forgiving them. Well, they deserve something, even if it's a a cut in our relationship. Uh, That person hurt me. They deserve something bad. However, if we truly understand God's grace on my life and your life, then to forgive somebody else something that they have done against us really, in the grand scheme of things, is not much compared to my own sin being forgiven. I know a man who had a difficult marriage. There was a few children, and things were not going well. During the turmoil of this difficult marriage, this man committed his life to Jesus Christ. 
It was genuine. It was real. He began to look at life differently. There was even a change in his countenance. Nevertheless, he was young in his faith, and he still struggled, he and his wife, and his wife had not committed her life to Jesus Christ. And the path of divorce proceeded, continued on its way, and they were divorced. I was talking uh, with this uh, man, and uh, he was struggling in his faith, and he was also struggling in other relationships in his life as well. And all of a sudden, it hit me. I asked him, have you forgiven your wife? Because it was clear he was struggling with hurt from his, his marriage and then current hurt dealing with their children. And he said, to be honest with you, I have not. And he knew he should. And obviously, it's easier said than done. But I challenged him. Your next step in your path of following Jesus is to let go. It is to forgive. This is what God is calling you to do. It is to forgive. There was a woman in uh, the church I served in Colorado uh, that shared with me she had great struggle uh, dealing with hurt from her past uh, with her father. And uh, this was hindering her life in the present. Really dealt with it. And I remember the Sunday where it came to a head and she finally let go and said, I forgive my dad. He is in God's hands. And God has forgiven me. And as she shared this time of prayer that she had with me, you could tell she was free. And she had truly let go and had forgiven And so this evening, there are some of you, in particular in this room, that may be struggling with forgiving somebody who has hurt you in the past. Of course, this says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, and to repent of our own sin is essential and important. But for just the moment, I want to talk about people sinning against you. And God calls us to to let go of that. Put that in God's hands, for God is in control. Uh, Bitterness and this hurt, it damages our walk with God, and it damages our relationships. And forgiveness leads to freedom and purity before God. And so who do you need to forgive? Maybe it is a parent. Well, we all have parents. Maybe it is a parent, brother or sister, another relative, somebody at work, somebody else, a friend. God is calling to let go and to forgive. And this is a path to purity. Secondly, To live a life of trusting in God and and letting go of our control, uh, this leads us from stress to peace, from stress to peace. 
And so I read earlier, so do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, what shall we drink, what shall we wear, for the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Now, when I think about stress here, it is true that we have stress with lack of forgiveness, and it is true that we're going to have stress in the the third point of this message, but... For the moment, I'd like us to think about stress that revolves around uh, this passage, and that would be money, our possessions, and also an unknown future. What's going to happen tomorrow and the next day, and I'm I'm very worried about this. And this worry, of course, uh, leads to stress in our lives. Now, we are tempted to take matters into our own hands and to control as much as we can. Because sometimes, if we can control things, we feel better about that. However, we know ultimately we cannot control things. So what does Jesus say here? Jesus says that in your, shall we say, hard work in life, which is good, you must remember what is your first priority. Your first priority Jesus says, is to seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness. And if you order your life according to God's priorities, seeking first God's kingdom, then God is going to lead you on a path away from stress and into peace because we can let go and we can trust in God. I was, uh, as many of you know, in Honduras recently with Tim and Nan Lurup. And on more than one occasion, Tim nervously said, are you going to use me in a sermon illustration? I said, Tim, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, something that I was impressed with them there is they had possessions, right, in Honduras. They have this bed and breakfast. And in Honduras, things just don't work like they work here. Things break down here, just things break down more often there. And uh, there's just a little bit more stress and just kind of ordering your possessions and life uh, down there. And I remember them telling me, do you know what? This can be hard but we just need to remind ourselves that ultimately this is all God's and we just need to trust God and not get stressed out over our stuff in Honduras. And God was leading them to a place of sure working hard, but also letting go and acknowledging they can't control everything and We just want to serve God in Honduras. And it was a beautiful uh, demonstration of this passage uh, that was right before my my wife and myself. Uh, One more illustration, and to be honest with you, this is not in my notes. It came to me as we sang the solid rock. Uh, When I was a, a young man a bachelor, 
uh, I remember a, a time where it really was bothering me, to be honest, that I was a bachelor. I mean, it's as easy to say now, lovely wife, all worked out well. But, oh, uh, this, I was really struggling with this. And uh, I, was, uh, I went on a couple dates with this young woman, and then she, get, she gave me the let's just be friends talk, and we weren't even dating yet. Really? Ah, but anyway. So, however, and I'm, I'm glad she did. Uh, however, something was deeper in my heart than the let's just be friends talk. It really had to do with worry over my future. That, that was the issue. You know, where am I headed in, in terms of, of marriage or lack of marriage? And I wanted it all figured out, and it wasn't being figured out. And so... I was learning the guitar at the time, and I went back to my dorm room, and I got out my guitar, and I turned, I had the guitar chords for the solid rock. And by myself there in the room, I began playing those chords and singing, on Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. And it was pure worship because I was, I was letting go. I was saying, Jesus, you, you are the one that I want to serve and seek. And I let go of my worries in the future. And I did that through the solid rock. I'm so glad we sang that song this evening. And so what about your life and this movement from stress to peace. Time Magazine, this past June, had this quote about stress. This is biology here. Stress causes an overproduction of white blood cells, which defend the body against disease, white blood cells. This is good. However, an overproduction causes problems. Uh, these extra cells stick to artery walls, causing restrictions in blood flow, aiding the formation of clots that can cause blood vessel blockages through the entire body. Biologically, our bodies do not do well with stress. And God Almighty lovingly tells his people let go and let me. And how do you let go in terms of this point, in terms of worry and what's going to happen next with, with money, possessions, uh, the future, whatever that might be? It is seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. So you see here, Whatever point in your life that you feel stress, whatever point in which worry is invading you, that actually is a call to seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness more. That should be within us a little trigger to say, God is calling me to trust in him more. God is not calling you to get deeper into the stress but to let go and seek first his kingdom. 
I saw somebody the other day, and we were talking about stress, and he said, oh, have you heard the quote? Too blessed to be stressed. I like that. I'm too blessed to be stressed. And uh, lastly, from success to purpose, from success to purpose, therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because its foundation was on the rock, the teaching of the Lord Jesus Christ. So what is success? What is a a strong, prosperous life? How is it defined in our society? Well, as you know, of course, the pervasive message in our world today is success has to do with a certain amount of influence, a certain amount of money, a certain reputation, a certain look. What are all those things? They're all dependent, you know, on, on our control. What am I going to do? We should not look primarily on what impresses people Rather, what impresses God? What impresses God? A good life filled with meaning is not dependent on the world's standards. It takes too much energy to control. A good life is not dependent on the world's standards. It's dependent on a life based on the rock, on God's word. Now, I know a high school girl. This is not my daughter, nor is it any high school girl in this room, just so you know. Uh, but this high school girl is, maybe not now, was too busy, just way, way busy, and always on the go, doing her best in everything and getting Everything done is so tiring, so tiring. She was just worn out, just just tired. This girl has a good heart, and she sincerely wants to follow Jesus. And yet her walk with the Lord is flat. There's, there's no spark. And she realizes this, and it bothers her, and she doesn't know what to do. In our society today, with all of our modern conveniences, isn't it interesting that one of the key ways to define the modern American is too busy and too tired? Yeah, how you doing? Oh, busy. Oh, got so much going on. Oh, I'm I'm so tired. So tired. Too much work, too much to do, and it just wears us out. I believe God is calling us to let go of society's definition of success. And if a Christian, in one way or another, happens to be successful in the world's eyes, Well, fine, 
But that's not the most important thing. The most important thing is are we living according to God's purpose, not the world's standard of of success. Something I've been reading recently, and uh, it even pops up with productivity experts, is uh, to drop the ball, is to weed out things in your life and say no to this, no to this, and no to this. We keep saying yes, 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 yes to everything, to, you know, to have a full life, to have a successful life, and, it, and it's just wearing us out. Uh, the point here is not is what is society's expectation for you, but it is what is God's purpose for you. And God's purpose is to have a life that is built on the rock, on his word. And the Sermon on the Mount the teaching of Jesus. So, in conclusion, how is God calling you this evening to let go and trust in God more? Perhaps right where you're at in your life, you you resonated with one of these points more than the other God desires to bring you from guilt and hurt to forgiveness. God wants to bring you from worry and anxiety to peace. And from fear and fatigue and failing to succeed to a life of call, of purpose of God's will. And so as we close this evening, uh, I'd like to have a two-part prayer. The first part is just to give you a moment to consider how God might be speaking to you through through this word. And uh, what is it that God is calling you to let go of? 